Hi. Hi. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That was ice. I was wondering if I was going to sing this episode and you sang instead. Yeah, I figured I would, you know, start this off with like a nice, like high pitched piercing noise for everyone to enjoy since no one asked yeah. for it. Yeah, well, it's also, I think we have a really mellow energy this afternoon. You know, like you're like a cat in sunlight right now, <laughs> which is to say you could like curl up and take a little snooze. Yeah. I spent like my whole day well first we well this morning we walked to brunch like i got brunch with the fam where'd you guys go for brunch and rue claire have you been there it's a french place no. oh it's a french it's place we oui, i got a crepe. tell me more with the name like that <laughs> rue claire <laughs> oh what kind of crepe it was a duck confit whoa crepe. that's fun spinach it was really good and then I, like, cleaned my apartment. I did all my laundry, went to Trader Joe's. I don't know, Sunday shit. I went to Trader Joe's as well. I went to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and Costco all before, like, 11 a.m. No, that's not true. All before, like, noon, and I got a workout in. So, like, I don't want to brag, but you. I am domestic as fuck. I, on Sundays, I, I do a thing where I tend to, like, make a list of all the things I want to do today on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it'll be like Trader Joe's, record podcast, upload podcast, clean kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, like, et cetera, et cetera. And I, like, Gan texted me and was like, What are you doing today? And I sent her that. And she's like, Do you do this every day? I'm like, No, every weekend, idiot. Like, how else do you know you're being effective? Yeah. I mean, that's like every Monday I sit down with my agenda and I figure out, like, what, what workouts I'm going to do and when, what movies I'm going to see and when, what's coming out on the weekend. What are my other plans? Because, like, I, I like to, you know, have a list. Because is there anything more satisfying than, like, checking a box that you've done something? No. Like, I will, there even isn't. after I've done something, I'll write it down on my to-do list just so I can be like, you know what, Lauren? You did it. Good job. I <laughs> I was literally halfway through cleaning the kitchen. I'm like, I need to put this on the list. Yeah. Uh, but then I like on my like on my phone I don't like save them or anything so I take I delete them off the list yeah. after I do them and then I like to lay in bed and like delete the page you know and be like it's done yeah Everything. that's fair what a day I um I always make out grocery lists because I'm like I I don't hate grocery shopping but it can be a little stressful for me and like if it takes too mm-hmm. long I start to get a little overwhelmed um. So, yeah, I always make a grocery list, and I've been to Target twice this weekend. I'll go, like, months without going to a Target, and then I went twice this weekend, and then I still, like, I wasn't in the mood to grocery shop, so I had to grocery shop today. Target's kind of the most stressful... Target's kind of the most stressful variation of, like, grocery shopping because it's so much more than that. Well, and it's, (laughs) like, I could not find, for the life of me, cotton balls. And I'm, like, no, I don't want cotton pads. I want cotton balls. I couldn't find them anywhere. I, like, walked around the whole, like, beauty section twice and was just, like, fuck it, whatever. I'll get these. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, they're probably there, but I couldn't find them. I also, like, couldn't (laughs) find – I was, like, going to buy a bunch of movies. So I was, like, I remember Target – Having like five dollar movie section, five dollar movie bin, no such yeah. thing anymore apparently. Or maybe my Target oh, no. is just different. I don't know. I hadn't been to Target in a very long time, and like sometimes I think it's fun just to like take your time and like listen to music or pop on a podcast and just like leisurely walk through and like maybe look mm-hmm. at like the home decor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that all the time. I didn't do that 
either time I went this weekend, but each time <laughs> I came home, I was like, fuck, I needed X, like this. lotion yeah. or a shoe organizer or whatever. So you needed, you need a list. Yeah. I, yeah. uh, I went to Deep Eddie Pool today for the first time, which was really lovely. Um, it, I saw the pictures. Yeah. So that was nice. There was a bit of a panic though, because so like we got in the water and, you know, you, I asked some like lady around us like, hey, like no big deal. But can you kind of like keep an eye on our stuff? Like if you see someone who's not us taking our stuff, like, you know, maybe like say something. And she was like, yeah, no big deal. But like I am. All, I'm so trusting. I never think people are going to steal from me. I will just like <laughs> no. leave my purse on the table to like use the restroom or whatever if I'm like holding a spot and I remember my old coworkers were like oh, you leave your bag unattended and I'm like what are who's gonna take something from it um but we were getting up to leave and one of my friends couldn't find his phone and we tried calling it and the phone was turned off so there was a bit of uh -oh. panic that perhaps someone stole it or perhaps he never brought it in and left it in the car and I was like maybe mm -hmm. it like overheated and that's why you can't answer it but it's like sitting in the car but um, we checked with, like, a couple people to no luck. We, like, gave out his girlfriend's phone number to everyone to be like, in case you find this. It turns out oh, it was gosh. in the car. So, like, thank God for that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. It's always, like, you don't want to be, like, it's probably in the car. Like, you don't want to, like, but you're also, like, it, it could very easily be in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not make a whole scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's, I've had kind of a low-key weekend also this episode we're recording yeah. very much in advance I don't yes think there's so I guess we don't really know when this is going to come out I mean I know the first when it's weekend going I have to, to be out of town okay well <laughs> so let me guess so it has a September no August it'll be eight eight weekend of the eighth no 11th oh no I have this schedule way past then oh <laughs> it's like the one gearing us up for it chapter two Oh, oh, this that makes fun, sense. Though. Yeah, <laughs> this is fun. I said Noriega, so if for like two months I'm going to be having a lot of weekends away because a million people I know are getting married, etc. But yeah, that I don't makes think sense. you've talked it's about that too. much. Mm -hmm. No, I, no one knows that I'm cutting out anyone who may be engaged in the near future. Yeah. So don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but so we do want to touch on one thing that happened now present our yes. present day from recording um because comic-con is going on right now i actually have a friend who's there i haven't checked oh, in fun. with him but i think he was there for like all of the marvel announcements yesterday so i should check mm -hmm. in to find out more um he was like trying to like get I've in shape liked to like wear like oh, a certain outfit but i don't think he actually fun. ended up wearing i think who did he want to be? Dang. I forget who it was, but yeah. I need to know this. Follow up with me because I'm very interested. Okay. I think cosplaying is like such a funny thing. Okay. Like a fun, not like laughing at just yeah. like a crazy culture. But I always thought it would be really fun to go to Comic-Con, but it's just like not my, like those aren't like specifically my people, you know? It's not like I'm like a huge Marvel stan. But I like, just like the idea of going. Are you becoming you know? a Marvel stan? I mean, I've seen them all. But so, because of the in news that, way, that came out of Comic-Con. It's, it's, it's a lot to handle, honestly. Well, for starters, we have take. Natalie Portman. Yes. Female So four. should we go yeah, through, like, the announcements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So 
first, and this is this is also a big one. I mean, there's a lot of big ones, but the Eternals. Mm-hmm. And so I know nothing about the property other than the, that they're aliens. So it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who directed The Rider, uh-huh. which is like everyone loved, but I never saw. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was good. Okay. And it then, wasn't like so a storyline that I was gonna like gravitate towards and like it that's really why I did with it me, you know there it was, it's like he's a cowboy and I was like I don't yeah care. I mean it was like well done <laughs> well made I well acted all that stuff it was just like there was nothing that was gonna make me want to look for it in the five dollar movie bin at Target you know yes I understand <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming out May 2020 and it's like a little cast it's just like Angelina Jolie Richard Madden Kumail Nanjiani Salma Hayek and Brian Tyree Henry. yes so no huge names there did we know Richard Madden <laughs> had something percolating I had I did not I knew that like I don't know like there's always stuff where it's like someone's in discussions you yeah. know but it's like fucking like are they really you know mm-hmm. but crazy yeah it's a big cast. Makes sense. How well capitalize on your moment, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> get that get that paycheck. And Angelina Jolie, I feel like she like hasn't done like no. much in a long uh-uh. time. So I feel it's like very, she's been like very interesting. she's been trying to do like the director producer route of things. Yeah. As of yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's acted in too too much. Uh, except for I think wasn't there a new um, Maleficent. There's one, like, in the making. Okay, they're filming it right like, now, then. That's, like, yeah, it's or happening ATS or something. Um, and this is a movie, correct? I saw the title, yes. and I assumed it was a TV show, and then I was like, wait, with all of these people, there's absolutely no way this is going to, like, the CW. <laughs> it does seem very TV showy. I separated out the TV shows in the movie, Great. so we're only doing movies now. Okay. So organized. Okay. <laughs> the next one is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And this is kind of like where I'm like, okay, we're, we're doing a little crazy shit with the names now. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like Captain America, the first Avenger, like Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. That's some wild shit. So, because also like, could have just been Shang-Chi. Like, this is the first movie. Yeah. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't need a subtitle. Okay. Who, so yeah. who's all in it? <laughs> so it's, well, it's being directed by Dustin Daniel Creighton, Creighton, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he directed Short Term 12. Oh. So those are like two indie directors that are like right on the Marvel slate, which I think is pretty yeah. crazy. And then also speaking of like indie darlings, Tony Leung is in it. from, And he's like at Cannes all the time. Like he was in the mood for love and Chunking Express. He's at Cannes all the time. He's at Cannes all Who's the time. Who's there more, him or Leo? Oh, Leo, obviously Leo. <laughs> but, like, Leo goes for, Models. like, he, like, Leo goes for pleasure. Yeah. He goes for as work. Will, as we will have already covered by the time this airs. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> anyway. And then also Simu Liu from Kim's Convenience, which I've never seen, and Aquafina from Everything Now. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be exciting. Most notably the farewell as of late. I know I'm so mad I haven't seen it yet. So, but I think we're getting it next weekend. So, yeah, you are. I guess I'll just hang out forever. Um, next, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a long title. Uh-huh. So it's the same director, and he describes it as a gothic horror, Ooh. which is weird. Have, and his kind of like partner in this one's going to be Elizabeth Olsen. Have you seen the Doctor Strange movies? 
Hey, great question, Nor. I literally rewatched it this weekend. Why? <laughs> I saw it when it came out in theaters. And um, the blank check uh, oh. bonus features, they were doing Dr. Trange this weekend. And I was like, you know what? Sure. Okay. I've never so seen it. So I just rewatched it. It's like an insanely overqualified cast. Okay. Actually. Honestly, <laughs> I want to do a count. I mean, a, there's a ton of actors who have been involved with Marvel, but how many of them are Academy Award winners? So I think it's worth noting that uh, this one has, so Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor, mm-hmm. Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams, who everyone forgets is in the same movie, yeah. and then also a little guy in a bad wig. I like to call Michael Stuhlbarg. <laughs> is it is it really Michael Stuhlbarg? <laughs> like it's really Michael Stuhlbarg. Oh. <laughs> just in a bad wig. Yeah, it's a terrible oh, wig. God. Yeah, I mean. It's just, I would love to compare, like, per franchises. So, like, Star Wars, there's, I mean, Marvel has so many movies, so it's, like, not easy. Mm-hmm. But it, maybe it'll it's do exhausting. some homework for myself where it's, like, I find out the average number of Academy, like, the Academy Award winners per move. I don't know. This would be so much homework for you. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Well, I guess I, don't know. I would have it's to do like 24 movies. I'd have to do fucking... like principal cast or like it would have. Yeah, I'd have to do like just actors who have won or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. do it. Maybe I won't. Who knows how bored I'll be at work. But OK. Yeah. yeah I've never seen a Doctor Strange. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, every time it, he like, shows up. It takes up, itself seriously. It's one of the ones that's like there aren't many jokes. Yeah. It's I mean, not very fun. I mean, he shows up in the Avenger movies, and I'm just kind of like, all right, like, cool. I think, like, this one, I mean, obviously there's, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour blank check episode that just went all into this that I listened to while I was at Trader Joe's today, so it's, like, nothing I'm going to say is going to be original on it at all. Mm -hmm. But they're, like, trying to set him up to take over for Tony Stark in this one, and you're just kind of like, it is not the same. Yeah, no. (laughs) You know? Well, because Tony... Just because he has a goatee and is snarky doesn't mean he's, like doing it for me yeah but like tony stark doesn't seem like a robot yeah it's also yeah um okay so dr strange yes so the next is thor love and thunder which has some fun font yes that font is wild i think they were like like when ragnarok just like went off the deep end on like everything like just everything <laughs> it was like them being like okay this is working we'll just give taika like full reins and he was like yeah fuck yeah i'll take can it. we talk about the so, person who dressed up like taika that was really that's funny. incredible i like <laughs> that's my favorite cosplay i <laughs> the pineapple shirt pineapple outfit. i want to meet that person and propose to them because clearly we have similar interests obviously and so Natport is back. Tessa Thompson's around. Tessa Thompson confirmed her characters by, I think. And um, Natalie Portman will be playing female Thor. Which is kind of insane because remember. That is absolutely insane. Remember when Endgame came out and I was like, there's absolutely no way Natalie Portman <laughs> would be caught dead 
on the set of this movie and then we found out that it was just like deleted scenes from her Thor movie yes. and I was like and obviously you're like, that makes sense. Natalie Portman she's the face of Dior she has better things to do than be in a fucking Marvel movie well, Charlize Theron is also the face of Dior and she's in like <laughs> Snow White or the Huntsman Winter's War. I would like to say that they're very different. <laughs> but anywho, to me, okay. like Natalie Portman, <laughs> just like she has no business being in a franchise after she was already in a franchise. But here we are. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm here for she it. She also looked bomb. <laughs> she looked so She looked strong. amazing. That dress was so fun. That dress was fun. Her arms. I was like, oh my God, she looks like she could like arm wrestle. Not Chris Hemsworth, but like yeah. someone else. I also wanted to like. I was like, maybe I should go a little lighter with my yeah. hair because I'm about at that length, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm basically Natalie Portman. I mean, in so many ways, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, next Black Widow. So this is actually one of like the first ones on like coming, but. ScarJo, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weisz, and apparently they played a whole clip of like ScarJo and Florence. You fighting and then they like got drinks because they're sisters but they were like in an argument I don't oh know. well I liked the clip that I saw on Twitter and it was um, they were introducing Rachel Weisz and they said Academy Award winner and Florence Pugh just like she looked shocked I think she, and I was yeah. like did you not know she was in the movie with you or yeah. <laughs> which obviously is not the case but she was just like stoked to be there yeah it was really it, and I get it and that picture that you sent too. me of David Harbour and okay, racial yeah. wise, it's a lot. I can't form words about it, but David Harbour has like a little ponytail and he's like kissing the side of Rachel Weiss's head and it's really it's really a lot. <laughs> I said it was your exact <laughs> sexual orientation. It really is. That picture like is really complicated <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. I I mean, I don't really care much about Black Widow, but man. Me neither. And it's like a prequel. Why so was like, Jeremy you never Renner know there? How much juice you got there? Why is Jeremy Renner anywhere? Is his album not selling very well? Is he need to do some press? <laughs> By the time we we release this, Jeremy Renner's EP. Have will... you listened to the full version of the song? Absolutely not. Why would I ever do that? Me neither. But I kind of think I should. Yeah, I think we should. Maybe we do like Part a live reaction to it. It's like heaven don't have a name. <laughs> It's like so it sounds out of time. like it should be it Creed, does not seem like but it's <laughs> it's worse. It's Jeremy Renner. Like it doesn't sound like any song that should be released in 2019. But I cannot pinpoint <laughs> when it would ever exist. It's really confusing for me. Um, I hate like dad rock. Like why are you creating new dad rock? The genre is meant to be just like 10 years behind. Jeremy Renner, what a. He was there though. I saw a picture of, and I'm like, "Do we not cover your situation in Endgame?" Oh, no. Sorry, he he does have a TV show coming out. So oh, I forgot to get there. Okay. So that's oh, thank about. God. But thank God. I'm just thinking. Sorry, I just got really distracted thinking about him having an album. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> is it a full so, album or is it a single? How much I does? I think it's just a single. I think it's just Marvel a single now, but I think it has to be like leading up to an album. What? I mean, I don't think did Paris Hilton ever release no. a full album. You remember that movie Tag, where he's like a full, like a full-on sociopath. I actually didn't hate Tag. 
I will on the record say. Because this is why, can I tell you why you like tag and I didn't? John Hamm? <laughs> because at the end, they were like, we're going to make you cry. And I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> you're like, this and you were like, okay. I'm not watching this like movie that's quote unquote based on a true story about grown men who play tag and then feel shit. Also, at the end of that movie, they show pictures of, like, the real men who play tag, which, by the way, nonsense. (laughs) But they show the pictures, and they're all like, oh, like, ah, fun tag. And I'm like, okay, like, like, this is just a group of, like, middle-aged dads, and they're being portrayed on screen as John Hamm. Like, one of the sexiest men alive, like, multiple times over by, like, people magazines. You know, the most esteemed publication. It made me angry. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we're moving on. So then, like, the last-minute announcement, they always do the, oh, and one more thing, you Mm -hmm. know, like, nonsense. And it was just Mahershala Ali came out, and they, like, showed the Blade logo. Yeah. So Mahershala Ali will be Blade. Yeah, I saw that one as well. Yeah. So then there's also a bunch of TV shows that we pretty much already knew about, but they got some, like additional info on so falcon and these are all going to be on the disney plus streaming service that makes sense so no one will watch them yeah of course so falcon and the winter soldier so i mean that's um falcon and winter soldier and they're like a buddy cop show which i don't think has really been set up in the actual movies but anthony Mackie and sebastian stan seem to like to hang out so i think that's what that's about so you're Um, you're wandavision (laughs) yeah sure why not sebastian stan anthony Mackie. all right um, this do you think is, these people wish that one. they got movies, or do you think do they, do you think this is like kind of like lower tier? I mean, it's like the whole B squad, so yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just took a sip of water and almost spit it out. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> it's not a Thor TV show, you yeah. know. Anyway, Wandavision. So. I don't really know. Like, this seems like fucking buck wild as hell because, I mean, number one, Vision was formerly a computer technology and Wanda was, I guess, raised in a lab, but they're in love now. How lovely. And (laughs) I think this is, like, supposed to be, like, she's, like, projecting or, like, you know, she can, like, bend reality. Like, that's, like, her power. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to have any rules. And she, like, just, like, goes on, like, she, like, lives a little world where... Like her and Vision are together and it's okay. We should. It pl- sounds like maniac. We <laughs> should place a bet as to which show will be canceled first. So far, I'm going with this one. Oh, oh my gosh! I'm really excited for that. Actually, <laughs> I have opinions. Um, the next one is called Loki. Okay. So yeah. in Endgame, Loki takes like basically time travels, take by taking the you know what's it called thing, and so he's gonna be like jumping through dimensions. With the Tesseract, and that's what this one's supposed to be about. Literally, these all sound so stupid, besides the idea of, like, a buddy cop TV show. Know, but, like, even that, I'm not sure. Okay, so next, What If? It's an animated series. It sounds like a so Disney Channel my... original movie. It does. <laughs> what If dot 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 question mark? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's different versions of all those set-in-stone MCU scenes and experiences, but it's animated, so... No. I don't know. Okay. And lastly, the one that personally I think will be canceled first. <laughs> Good. Can't wait. <laughs> Jeremy Renners. Uh, it's called Hawkeye. 
<laughs> and I think it will be canceled because, and I've said this before, no one gives a shit about Hawkeye. <laughs> Honestly, though, no one cares about so, him. <laughs> Those are that's everything. I, I just <laughs> Marvel it's, Phase Four. Get ready. It's just hard for me to imagine like these as full TV shows. I don't. I yes. don't know why. I think they'll probably be like limited series. You know, like I yeah. mean, as much as I'm joking about the B Squad, like Elizabeth Olsen and. You know, Sebastian Stan and, Paul like, Bentley. Tom Hilston. Like, they can be in movies if they, like... Yeah. They'll be in more movies, you know? They can't be doing 22-episode seasons yearly. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it'll probably be, like, 10 episodes a season. It just, like, seems silly to me. Like, it just, like... I, I think know we're Loki's gold- going to be the most popular one because everyone likes Loki. I guess. Not... On the internet, like, I mean, on Tumblr. Like, I guess I don't know about people in oh. real life, but I only have, like, four real friends. They're all getting married this yeah. year. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, are you going to at least give any of them a shot? You'll probably give the Sebastian Stan one a shot. Maybe Loki. I mean... But I feel like that's it for you. It's one of those things where it's like, I... I don't want to pay for another fucking streaming service, but... I fully recognize that, like, if people are talking about the fucking Loki show, then I might need to see what's like, going on. Like, can you just imagine, like, the like l- making a little pasta dinner and sitting down for some WandaVision? No. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, when the Emmys roll around. <laughs> like, none of these shows. If these are not going to be Emmy contenders, <laughs> nor there's plenty of TV that isn't Emmy nominated. I'm just saying, like, it's just, like, I don't understand the point of this. Um, that being said, if this streaming service, this Disney streaming service, um, has Disney Channel original movies on it, I'll split the cost with you, and we can share. Let's not pretend we're not. Let's not pretend we're not gonna get. I think we should split the cost. I do like that idea, but let's not pretend we're not gonna get this. It's like literally less than seven bucks a month, and it could have like all. Okay, I didn't even know. Like old Disney stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. You didn't. You didn't remember it was six ninety nine a month. Oh, you're a perv. Nice. <laughs> and guess how much it is a year? Okay. $69.99. Nice. You need to stop. Okay. I'm well, sorry. then, for that much, I don't know if we need to split it, but maybe we will. Um, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that how that works. <laughs> I just, like, I don't think I'm going to watch any of these shows unless you're like, Sebastian Stan is really hot in this show, as he is in everything else, and it's actually a quality television. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I think is, like, a good indicator is, like, I don't watch, like, Jessica Jones yeah. or Daredevil or Arrow. Luke Cage or, and or like, I don't know, what are the CW ones, Supergirl, any of those DC ones. Like, I don't really watch, I don't watch superhero television. Yeah. That's what I... So, I guess I probably won't start now, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, is that all the, the fun stuff? At least Marvel's concerned. All the Kevin Feige Phase 4 updates. Oh, my God. Although, I will say, like, what do you think about, like, I mean, they announced, like, eight movies in 2020, 2021. Like, how long do we really think this is going to go? I think they're just trying. Is this bubble going to burst? I think they're just trying to capitalize as much as they can before it eventually does burst. But, like, I think after the first couple movies. But it's been 12 years. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think after the first couple (laughs) movies, people are going to be like, all right, let's get the gang back together. Let's do another Avengers movie. And then it's like, this isn't the, like, movie that you wanted. Like, Iron Man is still gone. Like, you are not going to get Robert Downey Jr. back. 
Like you can, I don't know, like Degrassi sounds stupid, but like Degrassi, they did a really good job of like keeping a TV show going for very long. But also it's like once you take a second to think about it, you're like, why I should not even care about these characters. It's like so far away from what it started as. And then you can drop off. I mean, also like. Degrassi's not like the biggest show on television history. Like it's worth like yeah. <laughs> Endgame just passed Avatar this weekend. And thank God for <laughs> it's, that. It's more than making money. It's like ruining the world. <laughs> not to be dramatic. Not to be dramatic at all. You're never dramatic <laughs> on here. But the Disney <laughs> never. Never. I don't know. The Disney stuff just seems like hey, bay. I was listening to I I mean I hate to keep breaking it up, but Blank Check is just a great podcast and they were talking about, like, later this year, Jumanji and Cats are both going to come out. And they're like, if Jumanji works and Cats doesn't, then it's going to be like, okay, as much as Disney's running the board, everyone else still has a chance. And they're like, but if Cats does well and Jumanji flops, they're going to be like, okay, there's still money to be made, but we don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes no goddamn oh sense God. anymore. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird year. It is gonna be. I know. I saw the picture with like the timeline that they put up, and it was just like I'm exhausted just thinking about all of the movies that they're putting out. Yeah, I mean, I I like Richard Madden, but it's not like I know anything about the Eternal, so I don't yeah. really care about that. Yeah, Shang Chi. I mean, I don't know anything about that. Doctor Strange. I, the first one's fine, but I don't really. I'm, it's not like I'm clamoring for a second. I mean, Taika Thor. That's yeah, the one I'm, I'm most in. excited for. <laughs> That's the only one I really care yeah. about. Because <laughs> I think Ragnarok is actually very, very, very fun. It is. And, like, Taika's a fucking, like, insane man. And I remember when Ragnarok came out, I was like, I can't believe they let him so far off the leash. And this time it seems like there isn't a leash. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> he shows the font type. Well, and I think yeah. it helps too because, like, he's like he seems very, very close and friendly with Chris Evan or Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I think they just like it seems like they get their get their like Marvel cuts them a check and they head to New Zealand and then they come back with the finished. Yeah, and it's like kind of weird, but it's fun, and you get Jeff Goldblum every once in a while. But yeah, yeah, I'd love for Jeff to come back. Yeah. Anything? Anything else on this topic? Nope. We can move on. Moving on. Uh, as I said, we were going to release this episode in anticipation for It Chapter 2, meaning we want to talk about uh, one of the loves of your life and Bill, someone Bill, that Bill, I Bill. have decided that I love as well, one Bill Hader. Uh, I love getting you on board. Well, I've always liked him. And then I was rewatching movies this weekend, and I was like, these movies actually aren't that great. Like, I remember I put Trainwreck, I think, on the bench for our rom-com episode. And then I watched it, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's not that this movie's good. It's that Bill Hader is good in it. Like, I just like He's Bill Hader. He's such a charming Lee. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, it kind of also, Trainwreck falls, like, follows the thing that, like, we talked about with, like, Olympic Dreams and whatnot, where it's, like, almost a semi, like, relatable or like uh i'm trying to think of like he like it he seems like the kind of guy that you could like he's just not a chris yeah he seems like the kind of guy you could like meet in a very organic way and then like Mm -hmm. get along with and 
you know, mm-hmm. maybe start dating and fall in love. I don't know. Just saying. I, maybe, like, for me, that sounds good. Yeah. But, yeah, so <laughs> I think that uh, I think that's kind of the good thing that, like, Bill Hader brings to the board. And I also like seeing him as a romantic lead. Yeah. Because I want to kiss. Yeah. Um, do you want to start <laughs> yeah. with Trainwreck? Sure. I'll just jump out of order. I guess that's, like, his first main, like, lead performance. Yeah. And, I mean, he's just, like, so great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have anything anything written down other than he's so charming yeah, but <laughs> with I, a bunch of A's. Okay. <laughs> I will say, though, rewatching the movie, he goes very zero to 100 to the point where it's, like, almost mm-hmm. a little too pushy. Like, him, mm-hmm. like, asking, like, she's like, no, like, we shouldn't. We like we shouldn't do anything more. Like we already slept together. We should keep this professional. And he was like, "I want to be your boyfriend." And like, he was just kind of forceful with it. And then it was like her dad was hurt, and so like he like went to help her out. And then that's when she was like, "Oh my god, okay, I'll let you be my boyfriend." But I was just like, "You guys don't know each other." Like that was like one of my biggest hangups. I was like, "I feel like they need more time to like get to know each other." Like we didn't even mm-hmm. really have like a montage mm-hmm. of them. I think it is getting to like fall in love and like figuring out who each other are. She does so, seem annoying. I, before he was like, "I <laughs> love you," and I was like, "What do you love about her?" She seems like not great. Hence why it's called train wreck. And I know we're supposed to think that, like, oh, she's, like, hard to love. And she, like, dates around. Like, she does, she's not used to, like, committing. And he wants to mm-hmm. commit to her. But I just, like, he is pushy. But then also what I do, like, is, like, he does, like, kind of be, like, all right, we should break up. And then she has to win him back as opposed to, like, the other way around. Yeah. Because I am, like, Bill deserves better than this. <laughs> like, prove to him you're worthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it just, like, it seemed kind of confusing. Like, in the very beginning, when she goes to, like, introduce herself, he seems a bit annoyed by her. And then it's, like, not until they start drinking and they hook up. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I want to be your boyfriend. Yeah, bad and writing, they, like, good bill. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, like, touch on the fact that, like, he hasn't dated anyone in a couple years. Mm-hmm. And, like, that relationship only lasted a couple of weeks. But I don't know. I was just like this. It wasn't as great as I remember it being. And I know I've watched it since I've seen it in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't love the movie. He comes off really strong with being like, we should date. And she's like, no. And he's like, no, I want to be your boyfriend. She's like, "Eh, I don't do that. And he's like, no, we're going to date. I'm just like, yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. What did you uh, what did you think about? Um, when Tilda Swinton is saying, like, we have to cut the piece, we tried taking these pictures of him, and he just has this odd bird face. Yeah. I think that's so perfect. Because, like, he's not the most, like, conventionally attractive, but he, I think he just does have, like, this real charm about him, as yes. you said. Yes, yes. I can see him not, like, I can see you taking pictures of him and being like, mm, I'm not so sure. Yeah, like but. I can see like some angles being a bit harsh and just being like, oh, maybe. We'll, oh, okay. But if you meet him, 
<laughs> have and like his sideburns in this movie. I want to know whose they, choice it was. It's, They're insane. It's a, it's a hater choice because he has them in SNL for a while too. <laughs> All right, well that's just the look he was going it's, for. It then. was his look for a while. It was like um, flannel and sideburns. <laughs> not hater related, but who do you think is better in this, um, John Cena or LeBron James? So I think John Cena is doing more. But I like the LeBron scenes better. <laughs> yeah. Apparently a lot of Yeah. Apparently Chris Rock was on set um mm-hmm. when LeBron was filming. And apparently like the majority of his lines are ones that Chris Rock just gave him. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, I oh, think that's like it is funny. it is fun, like <laughs> Uh, when he's like Cleveland, fun for the whole family. <laughs> whenever he says, whenever he's yeah. talking about Cleveland, I'm like, oh, LeBron, it's Cleveland. And Bill's just <laughs> like, why are you trying to sell me on Cleveland? Yeah. And he was like, you used to visit me all the time when I was down in Miami. And Bill Hader was like, yeah, this is Miami. Miami. <laughs> and LeBron was like, I don't. What's the difference between Miami and Cleveland? <laughs> I just. I like all I like LeBron in this a lot. Yeah. Well, I remember the John Cena thing caused a bit of a stir because his girlfriend at the time, um, Nikki mm-hmm. Bella, it was on an episode of Total Divas where she he had to like apologize to her because she got pissed that he like took the role without talking to her. Oh, I don't. I've never seen an episode of Total Divas. I do know she's on it, but that Does seems it like surprise a surprise. You that I have? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> This is the intellect that I get to bring to this. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I was watching an episode of Total Divas. Says Noriega, who's like not into wrestling. Like, no, not at all. Like, um, what would you would you rate rate Trainwreck? Oh, I don't know. Let's check my letterbox. Let's do it live. I gave it a three. I was I struggling like between I three, three gave and a it half. A three and a half. Like, it, were I to rate it now, I would give it a three and a half. Yeah, but who's to say what past me did? I'm a wild I was in card. between, um, but I yeah, I ultimately I gave it a three because yeah, I just wasn't I wasn't loving the writing this go around. Yeah, but I mean, it's fun. Oh, I rated it a three as well. Oh, interesting. Should you do you want to adjust it? <sighs> Not this second. I'll marinate on it. What okay, so then do should we go into skeleton twins? We can yeah, we can do that. And I'm interested because you have famously said you like you liked it a lot and you cried on a plane. But we can know planes to be an unfair <laughs> place to watch a film. So yeah, you rewatched so it and tell me tell me your thoughts now. I rewatched it. I paid to rent it because I was mm. too lazy to find like a <laughs> free stream. <laughs> Um, it was also like a dollar ninety nine on iTunes to rent it, so there That's you go. Um, I also gave it a three. It didn't hit me as hard the second go around as it did the first, and I think the first I didn't quite know what it was, what I was walking into, um, and the seriousness behind it. This go around, it was like a little flat for me, mm-hmm. and so. Skeleton twins, for those that don't know, are about two twins who are their father grown. They have like their father growing up commits committed suicide. Their mother, they have a strained relationship with the siblings also haven't seen each other, talked to each other in over a decade. But it starts with Kristen Wiig getting a call 
that her brother Milo, played by Bill Hader, has tried to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And so he comes to stay with her and her, oh my gosh, so pure husband, played by Luke Wilson. He's so cute. And they start to reconnect. (laughs) Yeah, but Bill Hader, like his character Milo, he's gay and he's like a struggling actor in L.A. And obviously he, they both have their own... um, mental health issues that they're trying to work through and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. It just like, it didn't. Yeah. It just, I don't know how to describe it besides it like fell flat. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't as like dramatic or exciting or I don't know what the word is. As yeah. A movie that I want, which is to say it's very Duplassy. <laughs> Duplassy. Yeah. <laughs> when it said it was produced by them, I was like, that's, correct there's everything yeah Yeah, so I mean I like this a lot when I saw it I I still haven't seen it in a while but um I remember I mean previously I would have thought that you liked it more than me but now I feel like at this point now I like it more than you because your opinion changed slightly so who's to say I need to watch it um the other thing is I always thought you liked it more than me because it made me sad and I don't like to be sad as much as you do (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that's probably true um yeah I mean there is like it's just like it's not a comedy it's very much a drama which I do like but there are like some fun aspects to it like I mean the movie starts with her getting a phone call and her ringtone is the Growing Pains theme song (laughs) and I loved the show Growing Pains when I was a kid because Leonardo DiCaprio was on it we um, <laughs> so much Leo in this episode. <laughs> Luke Wilson, like God, he's so sweet in it, but he's ultimately just like such a boob, is what I wrote down. Yeah. Um, Bill Hader at one point makes a comment, which I thought was really funny. He, when he's describing how he looks, he says he has the a, the bo- he has the body of a frog, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Um, but. Yeah, so yeah. I don't we do, know. however, just... as much as I haven't seen it since I watched it, we watched the uh, lip sync scene yes. ca- like so often. <laughs> yes, nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah. It's, Apparently, it's I looked it up. It was initially going to be Hold On by Wilson Phillips. However, that song was already a part of Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. I was going to say. Right. Be that also starring Chris and Wig. <laughs> yes. Um, so the writer-director spent 24 hours listening to every cheesy mid-80s ballad you could think of and looking in the mirror and lip-syncing to himself. The fact that nothing's going to stop us now as a duet opened up new possibilities with Johnson for stating that the scene became a little more epic because it became about Bill's character getting Maggie to sing the part. And it's a good, it's a good song. I would say my favorite part of that movie is them performing that song. Yes, it's a beautiful moment. And then, um, what's his name is often the coroner, just like Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson's just like kind of a part of it too. It's nice. He's great. I posted on my Instagram when I was uh, reviewing this. I like I said like. Um, also, Luke Wilson, will you marry me? And one of my friends was like, Luke Wilson? And I was like, yeah, he's really great in this movie. 
uh, he's so pure and so sweet. And he was like, that's interesting. And I was like, I mean, I've always like had a crush on Luke Wilson too. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I know. That's what I find interesting. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with what Luke Wilson? What does that Wilson? mean? He's the lead legally blonde. So many girls thought he was so cute for so long. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. Yeah. He, but, that's That person is wrong. I'm right. Yeah. So you're okay there. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm, of course. But yeah, so... You said you also got a snippet of his filmog that you wanted to touch on. I mean, there's the obvious one. He's been in so many movies. Yes. So, I mean, should we talk about SNL now or later? (laughs) Mm, No. Okay. So, I mean, that was, like, my introduction to Bill. And I feel like other than, like, Stefan, which is obviously huge and very formative for me, um, like... I like it's one of those things where like Lord Michael says your favorite SNL cast is the one that was like around while you were in like high school and college like yeah. when you're watching SNL and I just remember like going over to Sarah Hirsch's house who's getting married by the way god damn it Sarah but <laughs> <laughs> um going over to Sarah Hirsch's house and every week we would watch and every week when uh, weekend update would happen we'd be like oh, please let it be a Stefan it's gonna be so funny like I hope it's Stefan like we yeah. always wanted Stefan other than that I feel like he was a lot of like talk show hosts he's like had a few other like pretty big characters and some sketches that I like, but I mean Stefan is really like the definitive. I feel like, and he's yeah. just so fun with Seth Meyers. You know, like those two mm-hmm. together playing off each other had such great energy. Yeah. I mean, I don't wear hats, but I have a baseball hat with Stefan's face on it, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting though because so he was on for how many seasons? I should know. I don't. Uh, he guess. decided to leave after eight seasons. Oh, my gosh. Right? I was going to guess eight. Damn, I should have said yeah. it. <laughs> um, but, like, he consistently had panic attacks and anxiety. Yes. Like, I listened to his episode of Armchair Expert. As and he I, talked about how, like, he once had a panic attack, like, live, like, in the middle of a sketch mm-hmm. when he was having to impersonate someone. And, like, I think that Jason Sudeikis, like, held his arm or something to like kind of like keep him held like hold together mm-hmm. and then like walked him off stage because he like couldn't see like he he was just like freaking out so much and like it, it, he was having panic attacks all the time and just like, insane anxiety and Lauren Michaels was just like you have a job like yeah. you're not gonna you can stay here for as long as you want like you have nothing to worry about but he said it was like four seasons in can you imagine four years of that level of anxiety like yeah. I can because I would have that level of anxiety if I was ever on live television like yeah absolutely fucking not but also I just like I wouldn't I couldn't be able to do it for that long like no, it sounds not. so physically exhausting yeah but yeah I think that's just like super interesting that he yeah. was just constantly in like a and you wouldn't even be able to tell like he's he was obviously great I mean yeah come on And then, I mean, you know, going on from there, I feel like the other, like, Bill roles is he always, like, had a bit role in, like, I mean, I have a list here. Super bad, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder, I mean, Popstar. Like, all that kind of stuff is, like, the same kind of stuff that he does. I mean, they're different characters, obviously. But he's really good at, like, being in your movie for, like, a smaller role. It says he's uncredited as man at store and... Oh, sorry. I thought that was said This Is Us and it's This Is 40. And I was like, was oh. he in the convenience store? Because I would have noticed that. I don't know. I mean, he's even <laughs> like, about this is 
This is 40 makes a lot oh, more sorry. sense. The um, Apatow. This is the end, is what oh, I was thinking of. Oh, that's what you're thinking. I mean, he was in her as like a chat room voice. Well, and so that's the thing. The other thing I have here is like he does a lot of voice work. Like he's the voice in Scott Pilgrim. He's in Star Trek, yeah. Star Wars, Inside Out, obviously, Monsters University, Bob's Burgers, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Toy Story 4. I mean, he's, it's fun. He does fun yeah. voice. He does fun voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so obviously, like, kind of going from, you know, when they would do Stefan, that's Mulaney and mm-hmm. Seth and Bill Hader. And those are, like, also, like, now the documentary now guys. And I don't watch every episode of documentary now because if it's not a documentary I've seen, I'm, like, sometimes it's kind of, like, it's super <laughs> niche and over my head. But mm-hmm. one that I really like that he's in is the Grey Gardens one. I can't remember what they call the fake version of it. But he plays, like, an older woman who's been, like, isolated from society who's really weird. And he, like, wears a little scarf head covering. <laughs> it's, oh, my it's God. Just a, he's just a freak in that. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, like, I feel like he he's so great in everything he does. Um, I mean, we've talked about Barry multiple times. Mm-hmm. But, like, we love him in Barry. And, like, Barry's, like, so fun, too, because it's, like, I think it's just, like, a completely different side of him because it's, like, the dark humor. And it's mm-hmm. a lot more dramatic work, which I'm pretty sure it was him. It happens a lot on Armchair Expert. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was trying to be a dramatic actor. And then, oh, he was, like, a PA for a while. Yeah, he was a PA for a while. I know this. And then, yeah, but yeah, like on like Spider Man, like that, <laughs> like that kind of movie. And then he did work on like the surreal life. But I and I think he just like kind of happened into improv. Mm-hmm. So he, he wasn't. I don't think he was like a comedy nerd growing up, mm-hmm. which is always kind of fun when they get to SNL and it's like, you know, they like comedy, but they're not. Yeah, these like, like huge comedy nerds who. They probably watched Saturday Night Live every Saturday because that's what people did. But yeah, 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 it's interesting. And then, I mean, I love Barry because, like, I mean, it really does feel like something that he's like, if I could do anything that I wanted. Like, it feels very much like his sensibility, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. even, like, in, like, some of that earlier stuff, I mean, you're not in, like, all those, you know, Rogan comedies if you're not, like, on board with that. But at the same time, yeah. it's like only on HBO could you get the kind of like freedom to do something that's like I mean like Barry's obviously in the comedy category for like the Emmys and stuff like that but like there's like it's a it's a drama you know like, yeah, there's for sure. it's it has funny moments but like it, it's high stakes you know yeah um well and so it's worth noting that he's co-creator he directs and he mm-hmm. writes he wanted to be a director that's what it was mm-hmm. that's why he was like a PA, a PA. and stuff like that Makes and he's much an more executive sense. producer for it mm-hmm. so yeah I so just he's just he like do whatever really he wants just out there <laughs> what'd you say I just love that he's doing what he wants now yeah I mean I'm, I don't think he was unhappy but how could you be happy having panic attacks like yeah I, was saying, I don't think he's you know? probably having panic attacks yeah. every day I mean, on the set of Barry the thing is there's something about the live factor that would just make it so bad to me yeah. I mean what do I know but no thanks yeah um, was there any other Bill haters that you want to no, touch I think, on I mean you know, super bad super you mentioned bad's it very important. but he's great in it like he has such a small role but 
I think that like him and Seth Rogen together in that movie are so fun with yes. McLovin. Yes. The McLovin. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say what like my favorite like, you know, storyline is in Superbad because there are so many good ones. But like it wouldn't be the same without them. They add yeah. so much, you know, like yeah. <laughs> and sure. it's really they're so great together. Oh, my I heart. think you should watch it Adventureland. I should. Also, just Rogan's in so that. good with, like, a partner, you know? Like, he's yeah. he's really a very generous performer. Anyway, this is not important, but yeah. um, we can well, get into it, Chapter 2 <laughs> hype if you'd like. I would say Adventureland also has Kristen Wiig in it, so. Oh. I was, like, part of the IMDb trivia was, like, that they had worked together in, like, 12 different things in addition to SNL. But it was like they both have like small voice roles in yeah, her. Yeah, or like, like they were both out. in her. What the fuck? And then it was like, oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I feel like but, you know, Inside Out would make sense. I mean, once you're kind of like on like that like circuit, I mean, you know, like if you're like a voice in like Bob's Burgers, you could be a voice in Archer. You know, like all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. I just. It's just nice that he's so versatile, and I love him so yeah, much. And when I, I hear know. that voice, I know it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. Bill's in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for It Chapter 2. I think it's, I hope it's good. I yeah. really hope it's good. I, I mean, think it's going to be fun. At the very least, he's he cute. And he's as we discussed, glasses, even if the I movie love. is fine, if he cute, I will positively review it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. I hope that he's f- funny in it because I think his character, the younger version of his character, Finn Wolfhard's character, he's very much the comic relief in the mm-hmm. first one. Mm-hmm. So I hope that they keep that because why would you, I mean, besides the fact that Bill Hader can do no wrong, apparently, like why would you cast Bill Hader and not give him any funny lines? Yeah. And he's also like kind of like the sardonic one. So it's like very like, I don't know. It should be good. Yeah. It's, I'm did you excited. hear? Did you hear that? Like before they started filming, they were like went to a bar. Jessica Chastain talked about it. They were just like they go to like yes. a bar and just like hang out and drink. And it's like we're supposed to be like a group of friends that are reuniting. And so like we're getting to know each other. And I'm like, wow. I wish that was my job. Just to, like, yeah, go and drink be- with like Bill Hader and James McAvoy. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, I mean, I guess like I might be free this weekend. Ugh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just my arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right. Do you want to move on to a recommendation? Sure. We're like so far out though. Like what if the things I've, what if what I recommend now is like incredibly problematic in mid-September? <laughs> something. Well, to I was going to recommend something from like 2015. Okay. So. Well, go ahead. I've been listening to the You Must Remember This, or I've been listening to a couple podcasts mm -hmm. on Charles Manson, Mm -hmm. um, and I've decided I like the You Must Remember This one more than the previous one. Okay. Well, this is the only one that I recommended, so in a way, (laughs) I was right. I guess I was... I don't think I I ever argued with you on it, but sure. Okay. Um, so my recommendation, I was thinking about it. I actually planned it in advance this time and I've decided I'm going to watch old Jake Gyllenhaal movies that I haven't watched since high school. So, um, obviously this is a month in advance, but my plan tomorrow is to watch Donnie Darko. Okay. (laughs) And then we know that October sky is a blind spot in my 
Yeah. I can't remember. I know I watched either The Hunt for Red October or October Sky in school. It's, it's the fact it, that I can't remember probably indicates that I need to rewatch it <laughs> if I need to watch if I want to watch it. <laughs> probably watch both. Um, one of my friends texted me the other day and he was like, I totally forgot that Seth Rogen's in Donnie Darko. Yeah. And I was like, I've honestly only seen Donnie Darko once. And it was like in the past year. I'm sure at the time I was like, oh, my God, Seth Rogen was in this. But if you asked me for like a hundred dollars you're like was he in this movie i would probably be like i don't think so i have no idea there are so many people there are so many movies i saw when i was like a piece of shit teenager you know and like nowadays (laughs) i'll be like um mark ruffalo's in requiem for a dream you know and yeah he is is he (laughs) oh yeah god i haven't seen that in a minute yeah um don't think i need to but okay so well i'm excited for you on this so you can uh, answer the age-old mystery of have you seen October Sky or Hunt for Red October? I've 100% so seen. We, we had to read the book October Sky and then we watched the movie for science class. So I feel like it's so I feel like it has to be October Sky then. I feel like it has to be October because Sky. it was definitely in a science class and it's kind of like why? But it's like I the mean, science class movie. I watched like like gray gardens in school like what like is that really necessary no i mean i like that they're like like, rudy every year and i'm like i've never seen rudy it's such a fucking dumbass storyline i hate it (laughs) go ahead and at me if you're a rudy stan i don't care things the movies you watch in school are so dumb i remember in like seventh grade the only dvd or probably vhs we had was cool runnings so we would watch Mm -hmm. cool runnings in health class i'm like this has nothing to do with health no what's the point of this (laughs) no my mom used to get so pissed when, because I had, like, in religion class one year, it was, like, we would start a movie on Friday, but then we wouldn't finish it. So then, like, Monday we would finish it. My mom was like, so two out of the five days, you're just watching movies. And, like, <laughs> I went to private school. So, like, kind of bullshit. But So re- religion class, that's, like, uh, Judaism, Islam. Like, they went into all the religions. <laughs> Sometimes for one semester we do world religions. That's exciting. Anywho, mostly the one religion though, huh? Mostly the one. Mostly the one. Um, but anyway, well, very good. Bill Hader, love Marvel. Him. Marvel. Love him. Uh, Bill Hader, love Marvel. I guess we're in this now. I mean, put Bill Hader in a Marvel movie and maybe we'll see what happens. I mean, it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm looking at the list of people. Like, it's exhausting. Yeah. Rachel Weiss. I feel like we didn't hover on that enough. (laughs) That picture of David Harbour and her. Ah, okay. Let's get off so I can just go look at it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.